Today on D&D Outdoors, we go over the changes to Arizona over-the-counter deer archery hunting. Also, what is Point Guard Plus? And more. D&D Outdoors is brought to you by Headline Outdoors. Download Headline Outdoors on Roku or Amazon Fire TV today and watch Season 3, which new episodes airing every week. It is also brought to you by Southwestern Outdoorsman, currently running 15% off all bison products with code BISON. Head on over to www.southwesternoutdoorsman.com and get yours today. Welcome back, everyone, to D&D Outdoors. Today on the show, don't have too much exciting things to talk about. We're going to break down some of the big rule changes that came to Arizona for this upcoming hunting season, kind of. We're expected, but also kind of came out of left field and some other implementations they have put into place. How are you doing today, Dustin? Doing pretty good, man. How about you? I'm doing good. Can't complain. It is 85 degrees here, and we are supposed to hit about 103, 104 this weekend. We are at 74 degrees and 40 at night. Ooh, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. Summer is officially here in Arizona, so it is that time of year again when you hide during the day and crawl out at night. <laughs> Man, so, I don't know how you do it. We get used to it. I hate the cold now. I've been doing it for so many, living here for so many years, I don't think I could go to the cold, but we will have to see. But I, I don't see it. I mean, the heat, I think it's one of those things when you live in it, you get used to it, you know? Like right. you, if you came out here, you would melt. But if I came back there, I'd be an icicle. <laughs> Something like yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah. Arizona has definitely changed um, this last couple of years. Um, you know, obviously with the droughts that we've had out here, it has affected wildlife. Also with how the Arizona over-the-counter, you know, has, I've been talked about the Arizona over-the-counter deer hunts have been really publicized and really becomes a hot commodity because if you want to hunt coos deer within the United States, Arizona is the only place that you can do it over-the-counter and then New Mexico you have to get drawn for. You don't get in one of those two states, on down to Mexico you go. And because of that, um deer deer tend to i guess get killed on a higher basis i'm not too sure there's really no too much data behind it currently because the arizona i don't know do you guys have mandatory harvest reporting out in virginia we mean like you shoot something you have to call it in yes yeah it's deer you have to call in a number uh Bear, you have to take it somewhere and they yeah. have to physically do it. Uh, I'm not sure with turkey because I've never killed one. Yes. Bobcats, you have to call in to get a C something number and your, your hunting party is only allowed to kill one bobcat per 24 hours. Not sure. Yeah, that's how it is here in Arizona. We have bear mountain lion you have to physically check in. Deer, you never had to until now. Now with deer, you're going to have to call a 1-800 number a Game of Fish provides and call in and check your deer. Now, 
Um, but you don't have to physically bring it in. But the interesting part about not physically bringing it in, especially um, now, because they actually have implemented quotas for each unit. So once X amount of deers are killed in that unit, um, then the unit closes that following Wednesday. So if you, for example, if you're hunting unit eight in Arizona, the quota there is five antlered coos deer or white-tailed deer. Um, so once those five deer get killed, you and they get reported, then the following Wednesday that unit closes. So it would either be if it was killed on a Tuesday night, it closes the 24 hours later. But if it was killed on a Thursday morning or it closes on a Thursday morning, then you have almost a week left to hunt. Now, the interesting part, I mean, I think about that is especially like some of these units. I mean, it, it really varies. So like I said, for example, unit eight in Arizona, you have five total deer that can be killed. But if you go to a unit like unit 33 um, or 34A down on the border where the coos deer went wild, you have up to 230 deer that can be harvested until the unit closes. Um, but without the physically bringing the deer in, it raises kind of the concerns on these smaller units are, what is going to stop? five tree huggers from buying a hunting license and just calling in the first day. Yeah, like, but if, if they get caught doing that, isn't that falsifying like a government document? But how would they get caught? If there's no checks, all you have to do is report your hunting license number and you harvested it here. There's no game and fish physically going out to check. And with as crazy as these people are, I don't think they really care. To get caught it's yeah yeah it's i'm most honest deal it could happen uh. <laughs> yeah see i'm actually i kind of agree with the um the quota in each unit just because in some of the units they just get killed out really a lot because of between guides, I mean, guides are just doing their job, but the polarizing amount that Arizona has been over the past four or five years with like hunting influencers, hunting celebrities, every, every time around between now and June, a major public, almost all the major hunting publications come out, hunt over the counter deer, then get drawn, go to Arizona. <laughs> so, I mean, there is a lot of pressure that's been put on them throughout this. But it's going, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I think that it could potentially raise the problem. I think that they do need to. I mean, if people have to already go to the game and fish stations for deer, or for, my bad, for mountain lion and bear, why not have them go check in their deer as well? I mean, what, when they, you check in a, a mountain lion or bear, what do they do there? They, I've never killed either. So... But my understanding is you just take it to the game and fish office or one of their check-in stations, they sex it, and then pull a tooth to... Um, they weigh it? I'm not sure if they weigh it. I think they just pull a tooth to do age data. Uh, with the changes to Arizona Mountain Line as well, they are going to sex it, and then the changes are 50% or less of the females harvested can be what they consider adult females. 
and they just change the rules that adult females or any females that are have uh that have had cubs so there's no age classification so they're also going to measure its tit essentially to see if it hadn't produced milk yet okay so they, they said the reasoning behind that which is kind of makes sense in a way is because it would take up to a year to get the tooth data back from the lab so this way they can do it instead of waiting but hey how would you like that job <laughs> it sounds like something that is ah. <laughs> I'm an official mountain lion tip measurer that's my government title <laughs> Parents are proud of you, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Good old tax funded right there. But yeah, those are some, that's one of the changes coming to Arizona. The other change that is coming to Arizona is the point guard. So, you know, you've probably, have you heard talk to me about point guard in the past? It was a $5 add-on that you can add to each one of your tags. So if you get drawn and you don't, either get like hurt or can't go on the hunt you can actually turn your tags and you will not lose the points for that tag so it's pretty much just you gotta return your tag you don't get your money back or anything but you aren't gonna lose all your bonus points that you've saved up to get that tag uh, so now what game fish is doing is those point guards have now increased from five dollars to ten dollars per species so if you put in for javelina, bison, bighorn sheep, deer, elk, turkey, and then you can do bison twice, turkey twice. So you got about $80 you can put, if you chose to put in for every species and um, use point guard for each species, you'd spend about $80 compared to the $40 that you would probably put, that you'd spend on it. But Game and Fish has came out with this new point guard, which is called Point Guard Plus. <laughs> and what Point Guard Plus is, it's going to save, if you put it in for all that, it's actually going to save you money. So it's only a one-time fee of $25. And with that $25, you will get point guard crush, which will be good for three consecutive draws. So if you put in for it, say, well, with this upcoming um, season, the draw actually for Arizona will be on June 14th is the draw deadline. So if you put in, if you buy the point guard plus now, it will be good for this one. And then if you put in for the winter turkey javelina or the spring javelina, and turkey and then the elk draws will so be good for three draws essentially for that 25 bucks which is kind of a good deal on top of that 25 dollars is if you um someone surrenders a tag it goes back into like a, a draw system again if someone gives their tag back and you get a call on a cell phone so what that 25 dollars does now is also bumps you and probably the other 10,000 people paying that $25 to the top of the list to get that phone call. Instead of if you bought the regular point guard, you would just be at the bottom of the list. 
So it has its perks. I actually kind of like it. It makes sense to me if you're putting in for every species. Um, but if you're only putting in for one or two, I guess I wouldn't do it because it wouldn't be, yeah, it would be financially smart, I guess, in a way. But if you plan to put in for three consecutive draws, and if you put in for the same thing and you only do one species, then it would actually, after three years, pay out. But it's interesting. They're, they're definitely changing it up. I can't, I just can't quite wrap my head around it because I've never have seen a state agency do something which saves people money. So there's something I feel that we're all missing, but no one can seem to find it out. It, it's they did something like that here they started coming out with all these different um, back in my day <laughs> <laughs> you had your hunting license and you had your fishing license then they started breaking it out into you need a bow license you need a muzzleloader license uh, we're gonna do you know big game and they started spreading everything out to where uh, last time I bought a hunting license, which would have been 2012, I was pushing $120 for hunting. And then you have your fishing separately. And I think they broke it out even more because you got to buy a bear tag now, which is another $25. Anyway, they have started combining, you can get the sportsman's package for cheaper than if you went out and bought all the licenses separately. So I, again, I don't know if they're losing so much revenue, are they just combining it saying, Hey, here's a kind of a deal for you. If you go buy this package versus if you just want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's it. That would, that would make the most sense. I just always feel like everybody's up to something. I feel like at times yeah. I mean, either that or it was a way I agree with what you're saying, or it was a way to be like, hey, we know we're taking away some deer hunting for you guys, but here's a little win where you can save money if you want to purchase point guard. I don't know. Because it came out, deer hunting was announced that it was, this was going to be happening about two weeks ago, and no one really ever said anything to the point guard press. You got the email about the deer hunting, then two days later, got the email, look at this great thing called point guard plus. A way to burden the blow in a way. I'm not sure. I'm so not, what, do you, what do you typically put in for out there? Everything. So yeah, it would so be. It would save me money. For me, yeah, it definitely saves me money. I buy everything with point guard because one time you know, I told my dad he never listens to me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I told him he needed to buy point guard for his elk tag. He's like, no, no, I'll go on my elk on blah blah. Well, he tore his rotator cuff and had to get surgery and had to miss his elk hunt. And if he had point guard purchase, like I told him to do, he um, would have been able to return the tag. Now, I mean, I don't know if that would have helped because he used that up like two years ago and had three points. And he got drawn for one of the hardest tags to get in the state. And here I'm sitting with six points and didn't get drawn for the same tag. So I don't know how much that helped, but... <laughs> but the... So... Maybe it worked at his advantage. <laughs> he just got drawn again, though, didn't he? 
That's what I'm saying. This was he got drawn about two years ago for this cow elk tag, which he couldn't go on because he had his rotator cuff. Rotator cuff. He just yeah. got drawn for this year, which is one of the hardest draws to get in the state because it's during the rut with a muzzle loader and he, in one of the better units in the state of Arizona to hunt elk in. And it's going to be the first time you're going to be cracking. I think they're the first, well, besides rifle, rifle, but there's only about 20 rifle tags in this unit. So besides rifle, you're going to be the second one shooting at these elk. And then you're out there with the bow hunters. So, yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the hardest. I mean, any elk hunt during direct's great. But when you get to throw a rifle into it, it gets even better. I believe it. It's either the end of this month or the first part of next month. They're actually going to do their elk draw here, aren't they? Let me let me see because I hate the one. I hope they do because I am waiting for that call. That's right. You put in for the one <laughs> that they're going to do out of state. Yeah, the one, the one out of state person I put. In. I think it was like twenty bucks to put in for it. Yeah, but yeah. Much. It will, they will be notified on May 30th. So in 20 days, on Memorial Day, they're going to let us know. Government agencies work on Memorial Day, eh? I doubt it. Yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be June 1st is when, when we'll hear May 31st. But yeah, I, know, I know a few guys that put in for the resident one. I think, what was it? It was four resident one and one non-resident. Yeah, I, I, I believe, I believe so. Um, which it wasn't bad for 20 bucks to put in for it. But um, if I do manage to get drawn, I believe I have to pay $40 or no, I have to pay $400 on top of it. Holy crap. So that would be, but if you're in state and you only draw, your elk hunting license is only $40. That's what uh, that's what I was hearing was it was like forty dollars plus your whatever it was. It was yeah, fifteen to put in for residence, twenty for out. So for me, it would be four hundred and twenty dollars, not including renting a truck to drive out to Virginia to get the elephant bat. But in the big scheme of things, that's about on average for an out-of-state license um, in Arizona or in the West. If you were going to get a non-resident. Um, elk tag in arizona it would run you roughly um let me see here it would run you roughly uh, so it would run you 160 dollars just to get your um your uh, hunting license that allows you to put in for the draw and then on top of that then it would be roughly hang on let me see if i can find it here uh, where would it be at? they have oh, here we go and then if you were to also then get drawn for the elk tag on top of the 160 some odd dollars you put in for um just to get drawn just put in for the draw your elk tag then will come out to be 665 dollars so plus that one sixty five, about seven hundred dollars plus. So it's actually cheaper for you to be out of state and come to Virginia than come to the western states. And that's also not including your fifteen dollar application, which is non refundable. They might get a kill. 
Oh, yeah. But all that money does go back into supporting the wildlife, which I guess does, is good. But, I mean, it's definitely a lot cheaper to hunt your own state than hunt out of state. I think we've talked about it before. It was the last time I went to South Carolina, it was cheaper for me to go buy <laughs> tags in South Carolina than it was for me to buy resident tags here. And Jason and I just went to North Carolina for that pig hunt, and it was $112 for a resident or non-resident hunting license. Oh, wow. Annual hunting license. Yeah. That's not a bad deal at all. So, yeah, in Arizona, you have to get the annual hunting license to put in because your hunting license has to be valid from the day you put in to the day of the draw. So... And also, for anybody that has put in for it and whoever may get it, make sure you have a hunter's safety course certificate because they will ask you for that. That only has to be from your state, right? Or am I going to have to go hop in and put on my suspenders and hit on to Virginia Hunter Ed? I'm not sure. I, I would assume that as long as you have a hunter's safety course, it would be... Yeah, and I know out in the Western states, they all transfer as long as you have it. I'm assuming, I think I had to put that information in to get even apply for it. Okay, because I it going out, they asked for my hunter safety course and I had to give them the numbers off of it. Gotcha, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I hope, I mean, if I get drawn for it, I will go buy a lottery ticket that day as well. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think I'd have a better chance of winning the lottery than I mean I don't I don't know have they I don't I haven't seen anything online look, if they've released um how many people uh put in for the draw have you seen anything in on that I haven't heard anything else about it yeah it's kind of was one of those things that were what are the odds yeah it doesn't it doesn't say um what what it is but i believe the the season is yeah the season's only october 8th through the 14th so you mean i guess that's standard with most hunting seasons actually it's beginning first week or two of bow season here yeah but it's right after the rut that's the only thing i wish that it would be during the elk rut <laughs> make it a little easier is that for here? Yeah. I would think they would be rutting later in the year. No, out, I mean, at least out, out west, typically the elk rut runs from sep beginning of September to, I guess, around that time in October is more towards the end of it. But, I mean, it might be different out there. I mean, here is looking at the deer. Yeah. You're looking at right around that November, when yeah, old snap comes in is when they get to doing their thing. So I would assume elk would do the same thing. Yeah, no, yeah, I know at least elk, elk out west is usually just beginning of September to mid October. The deer are maybe if it's cold the end of November, but typically heats up mid December through February. But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I, mean, I guess maybe different elk. And there we'll do it different times, but it, I don't know. They like it hot out here, at least like it hot and sweaty. 
that's <laughs> my dad and I were talking about that because he's home steering director. We're like, we're going to um, be, um, we're going to be out there in shorts almost having to do this. Done that. Yeah. But thank you all for listening to D&D Outdoors. As always, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Like us on Facebook or Instagram at D&D Outdoors. And also, have a great rest of your day. And if you're heading to work soon, it will be over soon. Whether you're hunting, fishing, scouting, sitting down for long periods of time just really takes it out of you. Your back is sore, your body is sore. You're going to have to leave your tree stand or blind early just because you are not comfortable. Well, let's change that with PurePro. PurePro is making an avid hunter, outdoor enthusiast, some most comfortable products out there in the market. You can be able to sit for long periods of times and not have a sore back or body. Mate right here in the USA. Get your Pure Pro products today at www.purpro.com. That is www.pur-pro.com today.